We have new details on a cyberpunk demo and when it's going to be available, and Nintendo continues to rule the mobile market with Dr. Mario World. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 80 of Diggity Podcast. I'm Jeff James. As always with me is the incredible, unobtainable, delectable, luscious Brody Faults. Had to throw another uh, another word there, buddy. How are you? I am I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Good. I am just peachy. Just peachy? Um, yeah, a little. I mean, I have to fly out real early. Well, I mean, people listening to this, I'll be on a plane. But... Um, you know, it's just I, I don't know. Every time I gotta fly real early, it's always it's always concerning and hectic for me because I feel like I'm gonna miss my flight. Never have, never missed a flight. Usually, I'm extremely early for these things, <laughs> but it just terrifies the shit out of me, dude. Think you're just gonna sleep past your alarm or what? Just- yeah, just I mean that or like get into an accident on the way to the airport or or just so many variables, and I just sit there and I mean. Dude, flying flying fucking sucks. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> like the whole process of it is awful. So, uh, if there's one thing that gets in the way, it just it just gets terrible. Something not terrible though. Following us on Instagram and Twitter, boom. But you didn't know I was gonna take it to that. That was smooth, right? <laughs> that that was great. Was that it was smooth? fantastic? Okay, perfect. It was it was yeah, it was smooth as butter. Oh. Easily oh. just as smooth following us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel name is Diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast for the first time, hit the follow or subscribe button, depending upon what platform you're listening on. We are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, my dudes. And with that, before we jump into the news, what did you play, my dude, this weekend? Um. Well, I played... As I've said uh, on the last couple episodes that we've done, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV hey. on PC, uh, and I played a little bit of Rocket League, and honestly, I didn't play much else because my hard drive that I used for my <laughs> Xbox I didn't decided... know if you were going to talk about it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, my hard drive decided it was going to um, blow the fuck up. <laughs> no, it for whatever reason just quit working um so i am in the process of downloading all of my games again which is great it's fantastic um and it's only gonna take way way too long had to go buy a new hard drive all that good stuff so my games that i have on my xbox are very limited and i had to kind of be a little choosy on what i chose to download so hold on you might have just said it i didn't i didn't hear it but did you did you pick up a new one? Yeah, I got a new one. I'm in the process of downloading everything again now. Oh, good lord! Yeah. Good. So God. see you in like six fucking days. Well, that's okay. I'm gone. I'll be, I'll be back when I'm back. I'll uh, I'll be able to uh, play all the games with you now, which will be great. Is there stuff yeah. that you, like you went through and you found like, hey, holy shit, I haven't played that in forever, like Peggle? Uh, Ding. I had a. I had a bunch of things that I had downloaded that I kept telling myself I was eventually going to get around to, and I have not gotten around to, and they have been installed for a long time, Uh, especially some Game Pass games, uh, things that I just haven't gotten into yet. Um, So I actually just went through my library and downloaded the games I wanted 
and then mm-hmm. I need to go through Game Pass library eventually and pick and choose more games that I want to download. Um, it's a process. It's it's going to be a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, your hard drive took a shit and my headphones took a shit. Right. So, right. All at once. It was I'm great. the guy that everyone hears an echo through. And they're like, is your TV volume up? No. No, it's fucking not. Stop. <laughs> well, to be fair, one guy that we've played with before, he used to do that all the time. <laughs> he used to have this his TV true. volume on. And you'd hear everything back through his headset. Yeah, it was great. And he would deny it until he would finally – you would – yell at him enough that he would take his headset off and be like, oh, yeah, my TV's on. Sorry. Uh, Come on, man. So what'd you play? Uh, I got into some Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. That game uh, is rough in handheld mode. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, I think it's primarily just because of, like, so – early on like you have these big open not massive open but like pretty large levels and you have Mm -hmm. to use multiple characters so the camera zoomed out pretty far the graphic difference between on the tv and on on the handheld is pretty pretty insane and then trying to be rocket raccoon never mind trying to be fucking baby groot all right (laughs) and walk around a little bit and 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 do some stuff is a little difficult um I, i played the the first 10 hours of that game because I unlocked all of the open world for my kids so they could mm-hmm. play it and just go through and not have to worry about going through story missions and stuff. And yeah. and this was uh, – my, my oldest has gotten better at going through story missions and things now. But um, they can be confusing, yeah. man. That Lego can. game can be a little interesting. Like they don't make things super clear in some, right. some parts. Or like it's hidden behind something. You're like, whoa, what the hell? I couldn't see that. Yeah. Nor can I turn the camera around. Um, yeah, I got into that. Um, I mean, I guess I played a little bit of Rocket League with you guys. Um, and then on top of that, I also played a decent amount of NHL 19 because it was uh, Games with Gold. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I forgot to mention. I uh, I actually got into Cadence of Hyrule a little bit. Found out I'm really bad at it, and it might take a little bit for me to get used to. <laughs> I don't it, – it's just – it's bizarre because you have to – you're so used to just moving around and freely. Stuff, but and you got to go with the beat now. Everything's yeah. with the beat. And so it, it's taking a minute to train my brain to do that because it's just bizarre. But everything that they've crafted and that the, the world that they've made is awesome. I, I love it. I want to get better at it so I don't die all the time. But, <laughs> and then I gave uh, Outer Wilds a try as well, which is a game that just came to Game Pass. Um I couldn't get into it. A lot of people love this game. Um, I didn't make it very far. I probably didn't give it enough of a chance, and I actually want to go back to it and give it a little bit more of a chance, but maybe I just wasn't in the mood for that kind of game. But, um, yeah, it's. I, I mean, it looks gorgeous, and I like the concept of it, but for whatever reason, I just – I don't know if it was just, just the day or what it was, but I, I could not – could not really fully just kind of get enthralled in that world that outer wild i guess i was gonna say outer world but that's a different game (laughs) does it have anything to do with the uh art style um maybe a little bit and it's not like i said it's not a bad looking game it's just definitely very different than most things i've played or most things that i generally do play um but yeah i've heard fantastic things and i want to give it a 
equal shot for sure. Cool. All right, man. Uh, you want to hit us with upcoming games before we jump into uh, all the delicious news? Yeah, since E3 was last week, we didn't really give you the, the games that came out last week, so I'm actually going to let you know what came out yesterday as well. Uh, so on June 18th, which was yesterday, uh, another site came to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night came to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Citizens of Space came to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Lovely Planet 2 came to PC. Mini Mech Mayhem came to PSVR. And Vacation Simulator came to <laughs> PSVR. <laughs> that's that's terrible. <laughs> what a time to be alive where we have a simulator uh, for vacations. Yeah. I'm relaxing. Uh, uh, June 20th. Uh, Boxing Champs comes to Switch, Catan comes to Switch, Muse Dash comes to PC and Switch, My Friend Pedro comes to PC and Switch, Scrap Rush comes to PC and Switch, and Tech Corp comes to PC. Uh, On June 21st, Captain's Cat... Captain Cat, sorry, uh, comes to Switch. That drastically changes everything. Uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Mm -hmm. Judgment comes to PS4 in pre-order early access. Very odd stipulation there. Uh, The Sims 4 Island Living Expansion comes to PC, and Triton Survival comes to PC. And then next Tuesday, on June 24th, one game comes out, just heavy rain coming to PC. That's it. Hell (laughs) yeah. An awfully, awfully quiet day. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Sweet. Cool. All right, into the news. Uh, Dr. Mario World for mobile is launching on both iOS and Android devices on July 10th. So this is Nintendo's modern take on a classic game made with the mobile platforms in mind. And description directly from the website for Dr. Mario World says, uh, match capsules with viruses and watch them disappear. Uh, Simply match three objects of the same color vertically or horizontally to clear them. Take your time because each puzzling stage's configuration of viruses must be cleared using a limited number of capsules. Uh, There'll be hundreds of stages apparently at launch with more content being added in the future. DLC and updates. Um, The game will also have a uh, versus mode, sorry, that will allow you to challenge others in online play. It's Candy Crush. Yeah, essentially that's... It's going to fucking kill Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. This is going to make them so much money, bro. Oh, oh, absolutely. My God. Yeah, Nintendo's is basically nuts. writing themselves a check. It's just Did you pre order it? Well, it's free, but yeah. No, yeah, I know. I pre-registered. It's, it's weird. On the on the app store you click get, right? And it says it's coming yeah. out, and then it still says pre ordered. Oh really? Yeah. Ours ours yeah, right there. on uh, uh, uh pre ordered. Ah. Okay. Kind of weird. On Android it's just uh pre register or whatever for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is gonna absolutely print money. Um, Candy Crush with Dr. Mario. Why not? So Playground Games has added some new staff. Uh, Playground Games is known for Forza, uh, and they have picked up some Rockstar developers as well as uh, some Ubisoft developers. So Michael Leon from Rockstar Games San Diego has been added as the principal tech designer. Uh, sorry, I just got an update on my PC. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, he worked previously as a game designer for Rockstar until shortly after the release of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Tom Maddox 
from Massive Entertainment, uh, an Ubisoft studio. <clears throat> uh, he is hired on as an audio designer grade two. Oddly enough, Maddox also worked in audio and design for Fable Legends. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, he also did freelancing for PlayStation, more specifically PlayStation VR Worlds. Bum, bum, bum. Um, Neil Davies from Rockstar North has been added as the principal lighting artist. Uh, Davies was the senior lighting artist while Red Dead Redemption 2 was finishing development. Mm. And um, so Playground Games, as we've heard before, it was kind of still rumor at that point, but now it's kind of been confirmed. Um they're they're working on an RPG project, which is from a very very well known racing developer to uh, an RPG. That's that's a big difference. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they put out. So this is really cool. Um, they got some, I mean, some obviously top notch people here. You think of the lighting that was in Red Dead Redemption Two and the just everything about that, as well as. Uh, the the guy that worked for Ubisoft, I mean the Tom Maddox, he he's got a pretty good pass behind him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be interesting to see what they're working on and see what they pull together. I mean, obviously they're known for the racing games and how beautiful Forza is, but it'll be interesting to see what their RPG looks like and what kind of art style they go with and and what it ends up being. I love how you've continued to say Forza. I, I do, I do. Oh my God, he stuck to it. He's a man of his word. Uh, I am yeah, a man the, of my word. I, I'm I'm interested. I was thinking about this today. Do you think that the next Xbox will have VR stuff in it? Like they'll have a VR headset from the get-go? Because they did connect right off the box with uh, Xbox One. I'd be surprised if they don't do a, a VR add-on. I would think it would, but I also would have thought that we would have heard something by now. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as Microsoft goes uh, with VR, I guess Xbox specifically, uh, with VR, we haven't heard shit. I mean, yeah. they they just aren't uh, I mean, I guess it's a company. They're, it. they're more focused on AR, too, with the HoloLens. Right, right. But I that, mean, the Microsoft HoloLens isn't even whole... commercial anymore. I mean, sorry, it isn't uh, a residential or like for entertainment anymore. It's all like for it's engineering like medical purposes and medical and, and right. training and hazard training and stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I would think that they're going to definitely get in that market as well. And I think some of that might come from their partnership with PlayStation that we talked about probably four episodes ago. I, I would think there's going to be a little bit of give and take there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I sure hope they do. I mean, why not? It, it's, it's something that, PlayStation has proved can be um, oh, it's totally kind of a, more of a mainstream thing. Yeah, and yeah, so made good money. fantastic. So yeah. why not? Cool. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne beta uh, was announced. The beta will be coming to PS4 first on June 21st, 23rd, as long as you have PS Plus. And for PlayStation players who don't have PS Plus, you'll get a chance to play the beta from June 28th to the 30th. And you do not need to own the game to give the beta a try, which is kind of neat. Yeah. And if you play on anything else, fuck you, apparently. <laughs> that, that exclusive deal that uh, PlayStation has with Monster Hunter kind of screws everybody else out here. Yeah, Xbox players get no love. Yep. Good We're God. used to it. It's fine. Yep. It's fine. Everything's all right. <laughs> so the E3 demo of Cyberpunk 2077, sorry, uh, 2077 will be shown to the public soon, but not soon enough. 
the demo that was shown behind closed doors this year of the highly anticipated game will be shown to the public during PAX West. Uh, PAX will run August 29th through September 2nd this year. Um, CD Projekt Red has previously made it clear that the demo would not be released publicly until after Gamescom, which uh, Gamescom this year runs August 20th through the 24th. Uh. Um, but community lead Marcin Mamat confirmed on Twitter exactly when we'd be expecting uh, the 50-minute the extended gameplay demo. Um, so yeah, I mean, right in the middle of PAX or sometime during that time period, we'll be seeing it. Uh, and this is actually very similar to how everything happened went last or how this went last year. Sorry. I apparently stumbled all over my words and show notes here. Uh, but the, the demo was shown off last year behind closed doors as well. And it was a couple weeks to a month later, we, it was released to the public so we could see it. And that was similar in the same way of being like a, like a 45 minute extended gameplay demo, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they show off to, to people within the, uh, gaming industry first and then right. everybody else gets to see it. I'm so stoked for this game, dude. It so, looks so, so good. I uh, can't wait. Complete side note, but relatable because we're a video game podcast. Uh, Crash Nitro Fuel Racing. Are we doing it? Are we doing Let's Play on that? Well, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. Why not? Hey, uh, E.G. Uh, Aonuma was promoted to... I probably totally fucking botched that, but was promoted to Deputy General Manager within Nintendo. Uh, I mean, he's only a pretty big deal at Nintendo. No, Aonuma no is known for producing Legend of Zelda series, and thankfully will continue to do so. Uh, this promotion seemed to happen quietly with no major announcement or really even a formal release from the company, which is kind of odd. And Hisashi Nagami, uh, the producer of another popular series, Splatoon, also received a promotion for deputy general manager. So people are getting promoted at Nintendo. And He's I still been... have my job. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Anuma has been at Nintendo for forever. Very long time. Um, I, if I remember correctly, he's the one that did Majora's Mask, and it was all his idea to do this, and he was given such a short span of time to turn this around. <sighs> and and it's make his th- duty now with maybe Breath of the Wild too. Yep, yep. He's. I mean, mm. he was ahead of uh, Breath of the Wild. He's pretty much done all of all the, the Zeldas. major Zeldas. So, um, but. I, I'm surprised that this is just now happening, and I don't know if that was more of a pushback from him that he didn't want that role uh, and would have rather stayed where he was at. But I wonder if they Maybe finally just, came to a a deal uh, where he can still work on Zelda and take on these other duties as well, or maybe something. He's just a humble dude. Maybe didn't I mean want the humble brags. Just want to just chill. <laughs> I mean, he's made my favorite game of all time. So yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, the Pokemon entitlement movement. This is not Whoa. an official thing. I Triggered. decided to give it a name. Triggered. <laughs> so recently, U.S. Gamer met up with some of the devs for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, when asked about the decision to not include all previous Pokemon in the new games. Uh, wow, I'm going to butcher this name. Junichi, Junichi Masuda. Masuda. 
uh, producer answered. Uh, he was the head producer on these, sorry. Uh, he answered, there are a couple of different parts to be thinking behind it. Um, but really, the biggest reason for it is just the sheer number of Pokemon. We already have well over 800 Pokemon species, and there's going to be more added in these games. And now that they're on Nintendo Switch, we're creating it with a much higher fidelity with higher quality animations. Uh, but even more than that, it's coming down to the battle system. We're making sure we can keep everything balanced and give all the Pokemon that appear in the games a chance to shine. We knew at some point we weren't going to be able to indefinitely keep supporting all of the Pokemon, and we just found that Sword and Shield would probably be a good point to go back and reevaluate what would be best selection of Pokemon that appeal to the widest audience while keeping into consideration the balance of the battle system. It isn't just going to be all new Pokemon in Galar region, uh, Pokedex, there's still going to be a lot of favorites that fans will be able to bring over that they're that they've adventured with previously. But yeah, it was pretty much just balancing and getting this optimal selection of Pokemon for the adventure we wanted to provide. Um, so we didn't cover this when it first happened, but basically Pokemon fans are very upset that the national decks, as you know, they, they usually do a regional decks, Pokedex, and then a national Pokedex. Uh, the national Pokedex usually opens up after you complete the game, and now you can collect all Pokemon from different regions and fill that out, you know. Um, from what we've heard, and, and we knew there were going to be some, some favorites and some other Pokemon that were going to return from older games, but they, they basically confirmed that you're not going to be able to transfer all Pokemon over into the, these new games. Uh, and this kind of went alongside the the um, talk about the Pokemon Home, where you can, it's the new Pokemon Bank, you know, where you can go in, put your Pokemon in there, and transfer them mm-hmm. between games and things. Um, and hardcore Pokemon fans were pissed because they've spent a lot of time building these these Pokédexes up and building up their collection of Pokemon and they want to be able to bring them into the Galar region. But when you're talking about balancing a thousand fucking Pokemon <laughs> into a game, I really don't see how it is so unreasonable for them to be like, yeah, we can't we can't do this anymore. They've I already had enough wrong. Okay, that's fine. Uh, We've already had issues in the past of balancing in the games where they add a new Pokemon with, you know, once they started doing two types, it kind of helped and it also hindered it all at the same time. But it's such this weird thing where there's just so many characters and trying to balance all of them is just, it's, I can't even imagine the undertaking that they would have to do there. And there's... I, I, I don't see any reason to have to have all fucking thousand Pokemon in this game. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm a fan of the series as well. I get it. But at the same time, I feel like it's a little big of an ask at this point. At some, at some point, like he said, they were going to have to jump off of this. And they were going to have to make it to where, yeah, we're either going to have to start over or just carry forward select Pokemon. I mean... There, there's so many Pokemon nobody even gives a shit about. Like, who who plays with a Weedle? Whoa. Who cares if you have a Weedle? Whoa, 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 whoa. A Kakuna. Whoa. You using a Kakuna against the Elite Four? Come Weedle, on, man. Weedle is OP. Um, <laughs> I completely agree with you. Um, I think people are getting a little uh, 
well, like you said, entitled. Um, yeah. I, here's the fucking thing. The game is on a, a home console slash on-the-go portable you know, console as well. The game's changing. Like the game looks great. The game is better in all in every single way. The way that it looks like we have not played it yet. But you know, even if Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is supposed to be like a like a seventy or like a fifty percent of what a Sword and Shield is supposed to be, that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. But the you know like shit needs to change. And like you said, there's eight hundred fucking Pokemon. I don't and see anybody bitching about had, Mario right? Tennis. I don't <laughs> see anybody losing their shit about. You know, not having fucking Slippy yeah. in Mario Tennis. Well, and, what is and this? For me, I, 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 it's not entirely comparable, but if you think of, like, Smash Bros., the f- how many characters they have in that game, just balancing that out, I can only imagine that is an absolute nightmare, let alone, you know, nine times that, eight, ten times that. It, it's just, it's unreasonable. And it's just that, that like, like I said, and entitled. It's, it's this entitlement of, oh, up until this point, you've given me, you know, the, the ability to use Pokemon from previous generations. But that's absolutely my right going forward, or else I'm still going to buy your game and still play the shit out of it. So, yeah, give me what I want. <laughs> it's like, come on. Where the fuck is Tingle? Yeah, where the fuck's Tingle, Tingle? And Slippy? I want Slippy. I want Slippy as my favorite starter Pokemon. Come I on now. I want Tingle and Mario Golf. It's bullshit. <laughs> he's part of the he's part of the Nintendo <laughs> umbrella, and you can't put him in. You son of a bitch. Why? Uh, I I just we've talked about it many many times, and it's the the entitlement amongst gamers is just so toxic, and I hate seeing it. And just what all of the things people will say online or even just amongst friends or whatever, just to badmouth these devs and things that they haven't fucking done anything wrong. <laughs> They're making a damn good game. You're getting game. new Pokemon too. You're getting new Pokemon. Like I just suck it up. It's going to be all right. I promise. <laughs> so I, is there like a number of Pokemon that they've told that aren't going to be, they part haven't of this? told us how many are coming in the gallery region or how many are coming forward from yes, old that's what games. I mean. Like which ones yeah, are yeah, excluded? Yeah. Oh my god, get ready. We have not get heard... ready when the list comes out. If these guys We've put seen... a list out that exceeds fifty Pokemon, everyone's gonna lose their shit. <laughs> I won't. We, but... we haven't seen much, but we have seen a few of them in trailers. I I, I couldn't think of exactly what they We've which seen ones we did see. I mean I know we saw we saw um imagine or a um Gyarados. We've seen um there's a uh, a giant Raichu. I mean, we we've seen a handful Dynamax of Dynamax Raichu. Yep. Yeah, Dynamax Raichu. Um, we've we've seen a handful of them. We just, I mean, people are freaking out before we even know how many are coming forward. No, Maybe they're bringing five hundred of them forward. We don't fucking know. Well, that's like, the nature. Of how about we temper nowadays? temper it down a little bit, and we'll get there. Let me figure and, it out. And even at, at the end result. Don't lose your shit about it. It's going to be all right. There's nothing you can do about it. You can preach that people are still going to lose their shit about stuff. I know they are. What do you mean the fucking but great I, ball's not in here I, anymore? Are you kidding I, me? This they is my something. chance to st- <laughs> This is my chance to stand on a soapbox and tell people to calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, well, well, this is the internet and that doesn't work. <laughs> it, it just lights smaller fires around your soapbox. Right. Yeah. Instead um, of one large fire, now I'm in the center of a whole lot of fire. God. It's uh, great. Speaking of a fire, 
Fortnite celebrity pro-am viewership uh, dropped <laughs> drastically. So on the first day of their two-day celebration after E3, Fortnite's summer block party brought in 200,000 viewers on Twitch, which is quite lower than just a regular Saturday for the game in general, uh, which usually will bring in 300 to 400,000 viewers, which I'm assuming E3 stuff and streamers probably yeah. have something to do with it. But day two did better, which is expected given the celebrity lineup being a little more popular. Day two brought in 427,000 viewers which is still about a 72% decline from viewership last year. And viewership for Fortnite on Twitch has declined by 41% since last July. Brody, how much longer can Battle Royales last? Hopefully not much longer, Jeff. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And the pitchforks now have flames. Oh, man. I I bash on people bitching about Pokemon. I bash on Battle Royales. Mm. They're coming after me, Jeff. I bashed on air. I bashed airlines right at the fucking yeah. get go. No one's we're safe. Fucking, we're out here just bashing on everything. It's yeah. great. Um, I, I, it was only a matter of time. Um, I mean, obviously, it's still bringing in a shitload of viewers, regardless. And but, money. And money. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised to see these numbers kind of start to taper off a bit. Um. And we've seen it in Apex Legends, too. I mean, it hit it hard, and then it, it kind of dropped off. Um, I'm PUBG has stayed consistent, but it's a lot smaller. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a pretty dedicated fan base for whatever reason. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't think there's any room for more Battle Royales at this point, even though people keep making them. And I just I feel like the genre is kind of run its course and I think it's time to move on to whatever's next which who knows what's next but I, I I'm over battle royales I really 19 is the death of the battle royale here it's it is my production production yeah my production <laughs> uh like what are you thinking like November or so we're gonna no, see it pretty well as, die as soon as it's January 1st 2020 no one will give a shit about any of these things <laughs> January 1st everybody wakes up fuck battle royales yep. yeah it was like some <laughs> crazy curse that's taken uh, over the world everybody and wakes up and realizes they've been playing the same game over and over and over my, and over 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 like my god what am I what it's am like I a, doing it's like Groundhog's Day that's how I feel playing battle royale it's like my own personal Groundhog's hell Day where I just do the same thing podcast so many fucking times <laughs> Like every other podcast, bro, <laughs> is a reference to Groundhog's Day. Uh, or we say, man, this feels a lot like Groundhog's Day. Yeah, I don't our know. Our episodes feel like Groundhog's Day. Oh, my God. That's meta right there. <laughs> Damn. 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 Uh, yeah, I think I, – I really, I do think that probably by the end of 2019, no one's going to give a shit. And I think you'll have a couple diehards into 2020, but other than yeah. that, I don't think – which is but, fine. I mean, it's – it was a thing. It was a game. It came out. It's cool. But there's so much other shit coming out, like Pokemon. You're in between these new consoles where you know you're going to get, you know, crazy AAA games. So, you know, in 2020, no. at least, people are, I mean, 2020, people are going to stop buying new consoles, I would assume. No. Yeah. At least the people I mean, who know what the fuck is going on, generally, to some extent. But yeah. we'll have to see. So... Uh, we have a little bit more info on Jedi Fallen Order. Um, kind of take it with a grain of salt because it's it's not exactly something official, but kind of, if that makes sense. We'll and we'll get there. Um, it's officially unofficial. We, 
It's officially unofficial. Uh, with the mediocre gameplay trailer that was shown off at the EA Play, uh, people have been concerned if this game is going to live up to the hype that was generated from the initial reveal. My answer is probably not because there was a lot of hype at Star Wars. That's how it goes. Um, but from <laughs> what we saw in the gameplay reveal, we it, it reminded me personally of Force Unleashed, and I, I made that comparison while we were kind of going over E3 in general. Um, it it's very it looked very simple it looked very linear and kind of overall an on rail experience with kind of a okay-ish story maybe um but through jason schreier of kotaku uh, apparently someone at respawn told him that the game is actually a metroid type game uh you have a ship and a crew that you can visit the planets in any order you like uh, as you gain new abilities, it allows you to unlock new areas on other planets. And then he, all caps, said, why not show that? Um, which, that's that's the general consensus, yes. <laughs> so you we're going to show this very simple gameplay, uh, even though this game comes out later this year, which is concerning. Uh, another thing that kind of the internet was upset about was the fact that there's no dismemberment God as a result it. of getting cut up by a lightsaber, which uh, I don't know if these people have ever really watched a whole lot of star Wars or gotten no. into the star Wars universe. Yeah. I understand there's a couple parts that it happens, Vader but hits Obi-Wan and he turns into a toot in a cloak. He just collapses into a fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legit. There's no noise. Uh, it's just, yeah. <laughs> But, and he uh, collapses into just a little brown fucking robe. Yeah, so uh. Ryan McCaffrey from IGN said, I asked one of the lead designers, and it was a Lucas brand type of thing. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was Brandon Kelch, thing. the lead designer, also stated, we kind of use the films as reference, and working with Disney, it's like, you know, it's used as powerful moments and like kind of critical things so we will use it that similar way i re word for word That's baby <laughs> that was so hard to read man when it um, counts to be able to speak properly and structure your uh, sentences oh man. boy damn it, never it's know. hard to quote things like that holy but shit anyway no um, they didn't it's for fucking rating well i i yeah, agree I, th that they I think also part of it's it. the rating but i also think yeah i think part of it is that's just not really what Star Wars is about. You want that? Go watch fucking something else or go play a different game. There's plenty of games. Go play Gears of War. You could cut somebody up with a fucking chainsaw. Bro, when a Jedi <laughs> fucking blocks a laser blast from a fucking stormtrooper's gun, the odd one that is close to hitting their body, that laser goes back to the fucking stormtrooper and hits him like someone threw a tennis ball at his chest and he flies back two feet. Like, yeah, there's it, no fucking – this shit does not – you know, Yoda's not ripping someone's arms off, and you're just seeing shit beats, blow off of it. Beats the hell out of them. Like, one of the all, darkest, that's not what this is. One of the darkest moments is probably either, like, when they when Yoda killed Count Dooku, and then also um, – Snoke was probably one of the uh, – Yeah, I, I was going mean, to say more along the lines of that uh, – the shock trooper – um, against yeah. Finn and where he puts it, the blood on his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, that's there, the, that's it's kind not, of the first time I've seen. I mean, it's not well, a 
gory series it's not a series that's like hey we're just over here just chopping people's arms off left and right even our main weapon is a light beam and it's only happened a handful of times (laughs) like yeah that's it's darth maul died he fell down a pit there was no blood he was perfectly chopped in half and his robe concealed all of his guts inside of his fucking body well he flipped down like one of those children's fucking piggy banks down the fucking <laughs> hole. There's there's never been this kind of violence in no, in Star Wars. So I don't I don't understand this where people would think that they would take it to something different. And yeah, and we said that even before these quotes came out. I mean, we said that last episode, probably the episode before whenever we've talked about it. And and like he said, every time something like that happens, it's used to show off something very uh, powerful in in the series, you know, like Luke getting his hand cut off, things like that. Like all of these no have a certain gravitas. Like uh, all of these, it's not every single battle where you know Jedi's are just going in and cutting stormtroopers up like nothing. It's a very specific thing that they use for a very specific time, and for a game to do otherwise would be not staying true to kind of the, the source material or their reference on this. I guess it's not really source material because this is a new story, but still it's just, I, I don't know what people expected. <laughs> Do we want fall damage? Do we want realistic fall damage? Like when Mace Windu gets thrown out of the fucking window by <laughs> center of Palpatine and he just yeah. fucking falls to the ground. Do we want him to explode upon impact on the I, I, planet when of Coruscant? When a stormtrooper gets hit with a bolt or with a, a like a reflected back gunshot or whatever or a beam, they fucking it's like a sparks kid come hit out by of a dodgeball. Yeah, they Ooh. fly back and then sparks come out like they're a fucking Power Ranger or something. Like it just and I don't think in the game that they did a bad job. I mean, you could tell no. you were inflicting damage to something. It was a glowing ember on the side of somebody. A glowing right. patch, you know, on the stormtrooper, you know, a glowing yeah. patch on here. Because here's the other fucking thing: there's no blood, bro. When you cut somebody, it's cauterized. Right, right. I think these people need to go play Doom when it comes out. Maybe <laughs> give Doom Eternal a shot. There's all the blood need a you Doom could ever Star Wars want. Crossover. Oh God. <laughs> With Ewoks. <laughs> With Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Blow their limbs off. <laughs> Good God. Uh, Blowing Ewok limbs off. Fucking fire him off, can't squish him between those log traps and shit. I feel like the internet would just completely explode if they didn't find something to bitch about every single day. Oh my god! I'm just saying. He's a Darren man. He's a betting man tonight. (laughs) Holy! I don't know, man. I I. No, I agree with you. People are people are being a bunch of pussies about this. I mean, it's it's <laughs> fuck. I'll say it. I don't care. Yeah, this is this is Star Wars. They've never fucking really done that. Like I've said, you know, guy gets killed. He turns into a fucking fart in a robe, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, other people get their hand cut off. There's no blood. It's immediately cauterized. Uh, you know, both hands and his fucking limbs, and he's crawling yeah. in the hot fucking. Not magma, but hot soil, I guess. Um, it could be like the uh, like the Black Knight from Monty Python. They, that's that's what they want. They just I cut just, one leg yeah, off, cut the other leg off, start cutting arms I off. I mean, what would what like, people want blood? Because here's the other I thing. I don't know. People constantly bitch 
about how they've changed Star Wars when it comes to the films, and they've made it either darker or they've made it in a different kind of feel or setting. Or a stormtrooper would never touch blood on his face. You, blah, 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 you blah, can't. Blah. You, you can't know. please them. You just, yeah, honest to God, can't please them. It's over. I mean, it's a zip. <laughs> it's stupid. They'll put something in there where you can cut fucking plants. They'll be like, look, you can cut plants, but you can't cut people. Yeah, because they want to keep their fucking rating down because kids are going to buy it. Because people, because Disney Wars. owns fucking Star Wars. Yeah. And they're going to keep it decent where a 10-year-old can play the fucking game and his parents are not going to go, oh, my God, you just cut yeah, the cock off of that stormtrooper. <laughs> like, people don't want that for their kids. People don't want that. Uh, yeah, they're definitely going to try to get the the T rating on this. It's a much broader audience. Not that not that young kids and teenagers aren't playing M rated games anyway, because they yeah. are. But at the same time. They're gonna try to keep that teen rating because it it, it generally will probably sell better. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just well, it's a broader. Buy this for their kid. Look at Battlefront. I mean, sure, it was a bad game. The new ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they were bad. So the older Battlefronts, okay? The older Battlefronts. Why wasn't there no dismemberment blood. in Battlefront Two? No blood. No blood. The only thing they cut from you in Battlefront Two was your goddamn wallet. And I swear to God, too, if someone's like, well, actually, there's some scenes where there's a blood mist occasionally. Oh okay, let me fucking tell you something. That blood mist, okay? <laughs> it's like the fucking, it's got, it's it's so close to being like the mist of like fucking Febreze. You wouldn't even fucking know that <laughs> there's blood or the guy's spraying Febreze in the and fucking not even, air. Not even like a full Febreze thing. It's like one of those dispensers that like puffs Comes out in the back. You put them in your bathroom and every once in a while it's just like... <laughs> serious man leave star wars alone just fucking on second thought who the fuck chose that as as the the gameplay because it was like correct me if i'm wrong it was a 20 minute long gameplay session yeah and it was extremely dull fuck did we not see a ship Uh, or planets i don't know especially if that's going to be a key part of what that game is show that shit off even if it's just for five fucking minutes or something. And if you didn't show it, why? Is it because it's not ready? That's not alarming. That, to be fair, EA and their marketing has not been top notch in recent years. So I'm not surprised. But at the same time, it feels like it's just the obvious thing to do. I don't work in marketing at all. Right. And to me, I'm thinking, hey, What's the dullest part of this game? Let's show that to people because that's what they want to see. Because first impressions aren't important at all. It's like, come on. It's right there. Right there. It's not, though, because it's broken. It's broken as shit. It's got to be broken. (laughs) It's not done. It's broken. It's going to be like (laughs) fucking Anthem where the water does nothing for you against a fire fucking. There's a fire enemy in water. You're taking fire fucking damage while sitting in three feet of water. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem. <laughs> well, uh, hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, this podcast takes time and effort to create. If you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash diggitypodcast. Uh, today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook downloaded and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. It's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. You get access to a ton of audiobooks to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player if you're old as shit. 
Uh, you probably pick up some good Star Wars books there and um, edumacate yourself on the violence within uh, Star Wars. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube username is Diggity. Uh, I'm available on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff Brody. Luscious Brody. And on PlayStation. Hey. Wolverine's cousin. Hey. Hey. Guys, leave us a review. It helps us a ton. Whether you're watching the video version of the podcast on YouTube, leave us a comment there and thumbs up and subscribe to the video. Uh, or if you listen to the audio version of the podcast, hey, leave us a review. Helps us out a ton. Gets us uh, showcased a little bit more on the different respective platforms that we're on. And most importantly, it gives us feedback so we can make the show better each and every single week. And until then, guys, go fucking dismember other people in other games all right fucking whatever and stop complaining that there's like a hundred pokemon not in an 800 pokemon game fuck sakes just be happy see ya (laughs) (laughs) 